listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot some. I can't remember. How many beers are we going to have? How many are you willing to share? Uh, three. You you are blessed, you man. Okay, thank you. I give you. All right, gents. Here we go. Thanks for uh, food and um, I would say lager induced sort of podcast we're going to do today. Lovely. A lot. Pines and Provisions podcast. Evan here, Ryan Kyle here as well. Hello. All right. Um, First time we're here at Slow Handcraft Barbecue, uh, just above upstairs at Heritage Square from our friends downstairs at Four Brothers. Um, It's not our first time here, it's our first time time casting from here. First time recording. Yeah. First time recording. Good clarification. Thank you. Um, But we had to munch on a little bit of uh, smoked meat and et cetera. Ryan, what did you have specifically? I saw some sausage. I see some shredded chicken. Yeah, I didn't get as fancy as you, but I went with just the meats and uh, smoked turkey, smoked sausage, and uh, pulled smoked chicken with some spicy and sweet barbecue sauce. And then always got to go the mac and cheese here. Ah, the mac and cheese. Um, how did you eat here before we came? No, I I ate too much at home before I came. Okay, well that was your first mistake. But I'll allow it. I had the burger at the request of our uh, friends here. It was a brisket, bacon, and sausage, um, freshly ground here, made to order. It had a burnt ends aioli with the garlic. It had caramelized onions and their house-made pickles on their own buns. Wow, it was very good. Two patties, the white some cheddar, cheese, white cheddar on it, um, melty, melty. They did it perfectly. That was a big burger too. It was I a mean, big burger. That was a good uh, inch, inch and a half thick. Um, <laughs> and then their uh, their house French fries, which were uh, very good, very uh, uh, a good complement to that. So I, yeah, I'm I'm good, guys. Uh, we had taken down the. Live Oak IPA, which surprised me because it had a hazy quality. I don't want to continually always refer to, okay, it was discolored and hazy, so we have to call it a hazy IPA, but they just called it India Pale Ale. Um, and then we dove into the... It didn't taste like a hazy, though. I mean, it, it was only 5, 5.3%, I think. Um, it was really light, crisp, kind of lemony, we said. Yeah, so it was really it more of just the, the look of it. The rest of it was totally a normal, nice bitterness, almost a West Coast-style IPA. It reminded me of a good session IPA, almost like yeah. If you've ever had Baby Genius from Bissell Brothers, or um, I swear it almost had like a Allagash White quality, where it just had little 
crispness, a little tart fruit, or, or that kind of really sweet tart, the lemon lime flavor. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in Texas that goes over. Absolutely. What's the ABV on it? Uh, 5.3. So, and then we had a can of the Live Oak Heller Rausch, and that's their smoked Hellas Lager. And we'll start off uh, first, of course, um, thank you, Slogan, for having us on here. But two, I've got to give a huge shout out to Live Oak for sending us these uh, smoked beers. And we figured no better way to pair smoked beers than with smoked meat. Live Oak out of Austin, Texas. Um, our friends down at Live Oak out of Austin, Texas. And, you know, on our social media Instagram page, through the direct messenger, I get this random message from Live Oak. It's like, we're canning some of our usually uh, non-canned, non-distributed lagers. We'd love to send you some samples and see what you think. And I'm like, yes, please. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so those are the first two that we had. Uh, thankfully, Ryan also had a little half, but we got a couple of them we're going to dig into. So uh, hopefully the guys down there in Austin at Live Oak, tune in, hear what we have to say. Uh, I doubt it's going to be anything other than uh, huge accolades to uh, what they've got, but so far the, the Snow Talus was amazing. I'll take some thank you stickers to them next week when I'm down there for the <laughs> half marathon. Actually, that would be really cool. Say, yeah. hey, you reached out to us and we want to do it. And I will say that I'm a small gonna, token of our appreciation. Small <laughs> token. Uh, the pair of socks that I got were boss. At first, they were purple and yellow. I was like, they send me Viking socks? Is this some sort of joke? I don't know. Like, we're in Illinois, we're in Minnesota, but uh, it was their Live Oak Pills socks that said, Live Oak Pills always a slum dunk. So, they must have known I was a sock guy, so I really thought that was quite All right, um, we've talked enough about that. Let's, let's uh, get into Beers of the Week. Brian, you are ready. I can tell you. Oh, ready. I was hoping to go last, but that's okay. Um, so we were, uh, I think Kyle's going to take maybe the uh, runner-up for me, <clears throat> but I'll have to still go with uh, Beer Barrel Time 2019 by Side Project uh, out of St. Louis. So we've uh, mentioned it on here a couple times. I think we had, uh, was it 2019 where we had the blind side-by-side with... Uh, it was right around uh, uh, Memorial Day. <clears throat> so uh, we've had it on here, um, but uh, 21 months... 22 months, 28 months, and 20 month uh, blended barrel aged stouts. It's very good, 15% ABV, um, almost you know, damn near perfect. So, quite a beer. Had that last weekend. Uh, shared that with uh, you guys and a couple others. And yeah. um, I think that's my beer of the week. Yeah, it was very tasty. Thanks for sharing. I always appreciate when Ryan shares his BBT. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Kyle, you're up. It's a tough week for beer of the week. It really is. I'm, I'm, I'm really torn. I got approval for three, but... I heard you're struggling. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really struggling, so... You know, I had two, and then I had that Live Oak IPA, which just mm-hmm. brought me back to drinking that uh, at Live Oak in the summer, and it's it's phenomenal. That is a fantastic East meets West IPA. Yeah. Love that. True Texas style. Non-conformist. Absolutely. <clears throat> I must say, while we're sitting here in this uh, this back room of theirs, filled with wood that will soon be used to smoke all their meat, it is really, really uh, kind of distracting. It's a great outcome. How good it smells in here. I totally agree. And then yeah. uh, yesterday, yesterday I go to get my hair cut, and uh, Cullen from Cullen's Classics just presents me with a bottle of uh, 
Fran Wartge, a the uh, Funk Factory Guzzeria and Forager collab. It's their uh, Method Traditionale brewed with black cap raspberries, and just like every other Funk Factory beer, it's just super intense with raspberry. I love every one of their beers, really, oh, <laughs> especially especially yeah. the heavily raspberry ones, and then you get a little a little different funk with the uh, the Forager collab in there. Yeah, interesting. Uh, that was one. Did you did you want to add an honorable mention? Oh, that was two. That was two. Was, was the other. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. Three. Three. Uh, we'll uh, we'll do another shout out to my buddy down in Gulfport, Mississippi, that sent me back some very fresh parish. Oh, nice. Some uh, to the machine. Brain cake. Brain cake. Brain cake. It's their new one with uh, double strata, cashmere. And Citra, 8.4%. New England, very, very New England IPA. It's fantastic. Uh, I don't, there's something about, you know, they're, I was talking last time about a brewer's footprint. I feel like if I have a modern times stout, I feel like I can tell it's a modern times stout. Yeah. It's just this, like, very, very uh, easy to recognize. But It's like a soaky chocolate chocolatiness. Yeah, and, and, and like parish beers, especially their New England style IPAs, I feel like I could pick out of the blind more easily. They're just, they have nice little bitterness. They, they usually finish really dry, but they have tons of floral up front, and they're usually very, very, um, they're not heavy. Uh, no, this was light bodies. Super light. It was, uh, what they say, a double wheat malt profile. Feather like, fleecy mouthfeel, which Feather is. Like. So I, they probably do a, a ton of wheat to begin with, but yeah, they double weeded it, and it was fantastic. Yeah, and I was down, uh, I don't think I've recorded since then, but I was down in uh, southern Mississippi uh, two weeks ago, and the place that we went to dinner at uh, just randomly had a pair of ghosts in the machine on draft. <laughs> so those went down really easily that night with the supplier, and it was, uh, it was pretty enjoyable. Nice. We're about three hours away from New Orleans, so... I think Parrish, I mean, I maybe would have gotten some distribution, I'm not for sure, around there, but um, I walked up to the bar and uh, saw that Parrish logo, and I was like, holy cow. Yep. And I ordered it, and the server did not know. I said, I'll take the Ghost of Machine. She didn't know what it was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I said, well, you have it up there on draft, it says, so hopefully it's still full. Um, mine was the Coupe de Grace, the Revolution Brewing Company's 14.6% uh, cuvee, essentially, and if you look at the can, it lists like probably what it looks like seven different beers. Uh, so it's a cuvee, a blend of two-year straight jacket, Viet Star, Rye Barrel, Aged Stout, two-year Jaminella, two-year Grave Digger Billy, Port Barrel, Aged Straight Jacket, and Madeira Barrel, Aged Straight Jacket. It was lovely. I had that to start off the Super Bowl, sort of like smoking a chicken, that was wonderful. It reminded you a lot more of the barley one than the stout, which yeah. I think that we had the VSOG earlier in the day. That was a wonderful barley one. So. Needs an honorable mention. I was going to say, I thought one of you guys were going to say that. I was so. going to say it, but the Coupe de Grace just really hit the spot on Sunday uh, with, with the Super Bowl on tap. So I figured yeah. Ryan would. He's half keg deep. For one of Kyle's uh, three. He's come on. down Sorry. the mountain of the poor barley with the VSOG. They so. kind of for me, but uh, we don't want to talk about that here. But uh, no, shout out to Poor Brothers for putting on a great event over the weekend with their Revolution Tap Table. Jackets for jackets? Jacket for jackets. So uh, there was a charity event to it, and 
had some really, really great draft beer, and um, I personally think it was by far the best, but I really, really love that beer. So it's a blend of uh, two to three year aged um, barley wines that sits at about 13.8%. And it was just fabulous, and I came uh, Friday after work, and Friday with Brett, and then we came back Saturday after lunch. <laughs> didn't Phil say you were there three times on Friday? Uh, yes. And then again, again on Saturday. 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 So I guess four total. Yeah. So did you have? Yeah, you did you just keep your um, your your card just live the whole time? He needed to close it out on Friday, so <laughs> I, I had two cards for four trips. There you go. So they also had their uh, gateway barley wines down there: the strawberry jacket and the honey jacket. I yeah. have the strawberry jacket. I liked it. They're great. Yeah. And then the double barrel uh, cherry rye VSOJ, I think it was. Was that what it was? Or maybe not VSOJ, but double barrel no, cherry rye. Good. That was terrific. Um, they had a can of uh, the ten year X, I believe. Just one, just one can. And that was terrific too. So they did a really good job. It was fun. Had a good crowd. Glad we were in there. Yeah, and they had some sweet starter jackets hanging from the ceiling that were kind of the prized possession of the jackets for jackets. <laughs> Remember those sweet starter jackets that everyone those. wanted when they were a kid. I think I had, I had the weirdest teams too. If you guys had. I had a San Jose Sharks. Everyone had a San Jose Sharks starter jacket, and I don't know why. I don't know. I don't even know why. Everyone had one. Yeah, I think I probably had a Vikings one. Yeah, so Vikings. Man, they were sweet. My mom has kept it, so if you go home, my mom still has. I can't wait till my son is old enough because I guarantee you may say that it's cool. You know, it'll be like that retro jacket. Can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) All right, here we go. Oh, I love that sound. So now we're on to the live oak. Uh, Weiser Rausch. Uh, it is a smoked Weiss beer. So it is, read the, read the deets on that. It's a can and swinging around with the ABV. Is it 5.3? Nail it. 5.3. Is our Aldi 5.3? The Hef was 5.3. 5. 5. The uh, Heller Rausch was 4.4. 4. Oh, okay. everything else is 5.3. So. Yeah. And I, I would just say, that Live Oak, um, for as, as popular as they are, reaching out to us was quite a shock. I don't, maybe maybe we took enough great pictures of their, uh, I called them lake beers, especially when we were in Michigan last summer with the pills, and trust me, my, my wife likes beer, but she loves the pills and the uh, half. And so maybe we just took that good of a picture or something, but to have us uh, taste test these, but by no means do we consider ourselves professionals, but we consider it an honor that they would think of us to try this. We'll certainly take more pictures if that's all it takes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I agree. Okay, so this one pours kind of a little bit cloudy, just like you. Yeah, go ahead. we got two of these. Pours a little bit cloudy, like you see the pathogenesis. And nose-wise, kind of get that good banana clove. Uh, I will say we have also all agreed that the Hella Roush didn't have a ton of smoke. But you consider a Roush beer is campfire smoky. Maybe we're already in a restaurant with smoke, eating smoked meats, and it kind of just blends in with it all. But you don't get a heavy. You wouldn't turn someone off. No, uh, it was a, it was a perfect amount of smoke. It started the front and just rolled across your tongue and finished clean. It was it was great. Exactly what you want to. Yeah, we kind of said while we were eating and, and drinking the 
Heller. Is it Pellis or Heller Roush? Heller. Looks like Heller Roush. That uh, it could have just, the smoke might have just blended so well with the smoked meat that we just didn't even notice it because it was already on the pellets. It was just a great combination with the crisp um, butter. So this one I definitely get a little more smoke. Yeah. Um, more so than kind of that campfirey. Um, are you sure you're just not smelling the Maybe. wall of oak? <laughs> it's so hard to tell. There's so much smoke around here. I still Definitely. have some meat in front of me. We've got all these open beers. We've got wood ready to be uh, cooked, used to cook. And then some really good beer with us, too. Yeah, it's... But this is... Uh, it kind of takes that half and just adds another layer to it. The wheat part's nice. I mean, that comes through really well. These are just so easy to drink. They're not super filling. Like, again, I just feel like normally if I'm having a beer with with dinner, especially just with how heavy some of the popular beers are these days, it just seems like you have half a beer and it's just so filling with your food. But these just go down really easily. They're crisp. They're lighter, dry at the end. It kind of, and they do get a lot of that smoke more on the back, uh, not mid palate or anything, but finishes with a nice little. Smoke again, just like the the Hellas that, that kind of finishes and then goes away. It doesn't linger. It's not too much. So I really like that. I'd probably see again. You know, I, I know. I, I think with beer, you tend to like to complement food rather than contrast it. So again, this would be another great thing where uh, a pork sandwich, brisket, something like that's going to not too much bread because I think you get plenty of kind of that carb with the wheat yeah. so I would love this well, what is it the, oh I'm drawing a blank the uh, the carton pot, carton brewing podcast guys um, uh, steal this beer steal this beer I, I always draw a blank with them but they uh, those guys always talk about how if they're drinking beer those are their carbs for the day so they don't have any bread with if they're, if they're drinking beer they're going to not have bread with their dinner or lunch or anything and that's just how they replace it and try to keep the healthy per somewhat healthy balance it's a which is a great drinking drink. healthier. I'm not right? about that life. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, I would have it with a burger, of course, but I, I and maybe it's just over here. Just a nice brisket with this would be. And again, it's another one of those where I'd have another. It keeps you coming back. It wants you to crack another can. We have close to another in the can still. And then we've got one more to go, which is uh, just get sneak peek. Is it their Krasinski? No, this is their smoked kale bok. This is the one I'm most intrigued. Kale bok. That Krasinski, I really wanted to try, and I think I missed out. You yeah, see, this is great. It's called Hellbach, and it's a 6.66%. Oh, they're getting a little high there. <laughs> well, for, for a live oak beer, this is like a double, right? It's, it's yeah, it's, it's a, like, it kind of takes the words right out of your mouth. I just want some beer to that would all be, these are true. Would be good for the uh, listener. The, yeah, the 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 stout. It's getting there. It's getting there. Have you opened one lately? Not since Saturday. I'm just thinking, you know, one of these things where patience is a virtue. Last week was the official release podcast. Not necessarily. No, we we, we didn't we didn't uh, we didn't open one last week on the podcast. Uh, it was it was definitely. Desired, but just the carb isn't there yet, and I think the flavors are good. We talked about how the maple is a tough 
adjunct to really get a ton of flavor out of it, especially when using natural maple syrup. If there's any yeast still yeah. even remotely alive in your beer, yeah. you'll really get those Pretty things. excited pretty quick. Really excited pretty <laughs> quick. And that thing started to take off a lot once I added the extra 32 ounces that we had Maple's all glucose, right? It's a simple sugar, so simple it, sugar. It, 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 yeah, gone easy, immediately. Easy yeah. Uh, so you're saying Aunt Jemima would be better maple syrup use? I don't know if something that's more of a fructose. That yeah, similar. that's just corn syrup and maple flavor. So the corn syrup would go, but the maple flavor would yeah, be the maple, left behind. But then, then again, why even add the corn syrup? You just add the maple syrup. Yep. Flavor. And I think, and I'm sure that I'm wrong with, with some breweries that do this, but I have a feeling that the ones that don't explicitly say that they use natural maple syrup probably use artificial or, or concentrate or flavor, not artificial, but flavor. Because yeah. it doesn't ferment out, it adds all your aroma. The maple's not cheap, so. I, I, applaud, I applaud it for drying. All it did was it really had dried out the beer, I think, a little bit, plus added another percent or two or maybe. Yeah. And, and for that stat, it didn't distract at all from no. the body. Tons of coffee. I did not hesitate to continue to add almost that full gallon of cold beer that Tristan made us. So I would like to sit down with him and see what he thinks. Once, you know, once we get that. He'll pick out those coffee notes like it's nothing. Yeah. And, and I think because it's, the, it's so there. It's, it's very heavy on the coffee in a great way. Yeah, in a great, in a great way. Some people not like that. Now, do you think that's their? Problem. You think it'll continue to build up carbs? Yeah. This week, next week, maybe another Slowly one. Slowly but surely. I swear this has happened. Every one of these monster stouts I've made, I popped it in six weeks. I popped it and thought, "Oh gosh, this will never get there." And then I wait one or two more weeks. So, it'll get there. there so is, you think it could even be up to another month and a half? No, I don't think it'll be that. I, I bet here, maybe one more week, I bet it'll be ready. Yeah, I think the last charge of maple will speed that along. And it was still actively... There's a good bit of pressure in the... Yeah, there was still some leftover fermentation to be had, but it's got to concentrate, especially for that volume. It's still got to concentrate, which it's even I'm okay waiting. I've always been pretty patient with it, but it's still fun to pop it once in a while, see where it's at, check it out. Um, we only have 10 gallons. We have to be experimenting with yeah, our yeah, uh, samples. <laughs> Very So if, 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 if people, once the time comes, want to promote or um, reach out to us, we'd be happy to share our, our beer so that we can keep We'll send them the live vote. That would be fun. <laughs> but I don't know if they have a podcast. Maybe Ryan should take them down to the sticker. I could. <laughs> Slap a sticker on it. I could. Thanks for all your great beer. Here's our mediocre one. <laughs> Thanks for all your very drinkable. Here's our maple. Here's our homebrew man. Stout that doesn't have any maple because the yeast ate it all. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, this is just too easy to drink, and and I still need to make make a way down there uh, to the actual brewery. I've been to Austin plenty of times. It's next to the airport, correct? Yeah. It is right next to the airport. It's. So I have no excuse that if I fly into Austin, I should be stopping. Okay. Yes, you have to drive past it. Okay, okay. So we have a little bit more of this. Why don't we get into this box here? I think that's, so, that's all for it, right? 
and we got two of these cans. And I love their simplicity uh, with their colors and their labels. Uh, I always like when breweries do that. They don't just kind of randomly make a bunch of colors. And I, I like some of them, but this you know exactly what you're drinking. I get the 6.66% alcohol now. I got it full of Took me a while. That's okay. I'll always make sure this is mine. So it's the, the snowy day here in Illinois, so it's uh, it's kind of the doldrums here. There's not a lot going on, um, although plenty of uh, good beer to be had, especially downstairs. Uh, Bearded Owl still has, I think, a lot of good beers downtown with uh, having their release. I thought that they were going to do uh, a little bit of a variant of enrollment. I think that they were still working on it, so hopefully it'll be available soon, but they just released their, I think their Rosemary and Thyme. Annulment is a variant of grounds for divorce, right? I'm sorry, yeah. I think they were doing another adjunct. So they were going to do a variant of that, okay. I almost want to awesome. guess that it's probably coconut. Because um, I think Kyle down there, Josh, sorry, Josh, uh, had mentioned something about there being some particulate sort of challenges and oh. things that they were working with, so I'm only going to assume that coconut floaters coconut, <laughs> coconut floaters may be a part of that, but I could be wrong. But we got a San Junipero recently. Downstairs? And then, no. And uh, beer, 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 no. Yeah, Crush A Lot, which we had last week with the other gentleman from the People of Pure Podcast. We should just call it the PPP. Who's your knuckle still on? It's so good. It should never be on. I agree. Beer Bell, I agree. Good stuff. Okay, and then uh, Mama Astute Astute. That's the one with the uh, Fox Bub, right? Yep. That one's still on. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like they have the annulment or uh, any variants. I don't think that they, I don't know how many they did in kegs, but I don't oh, think they're going to bottle it. Oh, no, no, I mean a keg of that variant, that additional variant. Um, I did have the annulment over the weekend. It was wonderful. You got all four. I'm excited for the bottle. Have you tried this yet? Really good. I I felt like saving this one for last for sure because this one was going to be the most different from all of them. It is and it isn't. <laughs> it's just another easy drinker from Live Oak. So I've never had a pale bock before. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I don't I, think I, I have either. I was expecting the light brown, and they're all the kind of standard gold. Quote unquote beer color. That's a lot. It's, it's a heavier beer for sure. Malt, yeah, the, there's a lot more malty characteristics to that um, liquid bread that you get out of yeah. a box. But like a liquid yeah. rye bread, like a spicy, yep. um, a little bit more dark bread. The bitterness is just kind of clean. Again, these, these just finish so clean and dry that, as you always mention, beers that keep you coming back for another drink. Sip for another sip. You continue to look at different layers of it. This is another one of those. But again, not overly or uh, inappropriately smoked. It's, I would challenge anybody to try one of these who knows it's smoked is afraid of it. Or even to try people who not telling them that it's smoked, see if it, it turns them off. Turns them off. Yeah, I think the smoke works best in the, the Hellbach. With with the heavier body, it, it's yeah. it fits it well. It's but it's still just a very very crisp, clean, delicious beer. Yeah. So these, I, and I don't know if their plan is to have 
a little bit of feedback from people who are in the brewery, people who have these, to say, okay, this would probably be something we want to can a little bit more. I definitely bet that they'll put these out seasonally. Uh, down in Austin, like this, um, Hellbach would be a great fall beer. <laughs> I don't think they don't have even fall. get go outside they, in Austin. They don't, they don't, they don't do fall. The, the highest seventy today uh, the race day. Not that we had fall here, but they don't ever have one. But it just it gives you that reminder of eating those kind of foods like sweet potatoes and smoking smoking something. Not even if it, even though it's smoked, I would have this with uh, smoked chicken. For the, the people at Live Oak, fall is when it starts to get colder and the leaves up here change colors and then we start to eat root vegetables. Root, and, and, thank you. Yeah, uh, got it. Root vegetables. <laughs> everything starts to die and you have to eat the things that are underground. So it's a good time. And this is a nice kind of really pale copper color. It, it doesn't even remind you of like a, like a red ale or I mean, it's not even dark at all. It's just kind of, it's almost like a Vienna lager color. Yep. Tastes uh, a little, maybe a little. I, I feel like the mineral. There's a little bit more minerality quality to it. Where yeah. Almost like maybe a couple pennies in there in a, in a good way. It's just very full bodied. It, it has the mouthfeel of a box, but it looks just like all the others. It's just so much flavor. Six point six percent alcohol. Just packed with flavor. It's dry. I love yeah. that dry quality to it. Because it makes you. It's the most thirst-quenching beer that I would love to have after bike ride. So they have they have a lot of these on, on draft right now. I was kind of looking at their uh, menu and, and uh, it's getting me excited. So their uh, Weiss Rausch. How do you pronounce this? Uh, Rock Weiser Rausch. Is it Weiser Rausch? Is it Weiser? Uh, well, this this font is a little bit German. Is it Weiser Rausch? Or maybe, yeah, maybe it's pronounced Weiser, but they have that on draft. They have a mint IPA. A mint. Interesting. They also have a Schwarzer Rausch, which... A Schwarzer Rausch. Our German is great. So it's a smoked black lager, so that would be, inter- oh. be interesting to compare to some of these. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Halbach, but then they have their just regular uh, Primus Weizenbach. So that is 8%. So that'd be kind of like an elevated step up from this, which would be around. I'm interested. This is their pale block, and then that's just so yeah. So my best friend who lives in Austin just had a baby, and of course I'm going to go visit the baby. Of course, but of course you're flying into Austin. And I know we went over the fact that there's no excuse uh, for me to be down there and not stop because I've stopped to play breweries and places down there for uh, great Austin craft beer, but. This has escaped um, uh, escaped my uh, grasp when I've been down so it won't this time. I flew down for work and intentionally picked a flight that would get in 10 minutes before they opened, sat in their parking lot, and went there on a Sunday. So, should we consider, is it considered um, wrong to do flight schedules based around, can no. I have enough time to stop <laughs> at a brewery in or out of town? No. Technically, it saved the company money, too, so... Okay, well, two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah. You've done this, right? And I mean... <laughs> I just did it coming back from Europe, so... <laughs> How was Belgium? <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. You, yeah, we were going to do that, but unfortunately, I think you had some sick... Oh, that was, that was last... Uh, yeah. 
last week. Had some sick We've had a rough winter a little bit. Yeah, some illnesses kind of bouncing around the whole family, but I guess with kids, that's I'm supposed to get used to that. No, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Dalton was great. Brussels for uh, just under 24 hours. Okay. So a long layover. So give us a Brussels and under 24 hour summary. And a big power hour. Yeah. The, oh. <laughs> I can you feel, feel, the, so you feel the heart hurt. You went to Cantillon. I was going to say, the, the quick summary is... Very fast. It, it really is more needs to be, if you're ever going, it needs to be a three-day trip, not one. Well, trying to pack all that Lambic in your uh, <laughs> in your gut. In your luggage. <laughs> I'm just meant more drinking it all day is uh, is pretty hard on the body. Um, but then, yeah, luggage and everything else. Too. Um, so that's a big tip is it's a beautiful city. So that too. Uh, spread it out over a couple of days and, and get to see uh, see the city and, and actually see more non-Lambic breweries like some of the Trappist places that are close by. And there's an IPA, uh, more like American-style uh, uh, brewery. There's uh, plenty, plenty of you know quads and tripels and places like that because that's all kind of back to the Belgian style too. So. Do the IPAs or American styles get any love over there? You know, so not really. Um, and it was funny, the, my coworker and I were listening to our podcast as we flew in, so we could kind of just have a fresh sense of uh, of some of the Lambic talk that we've had. And we listened to the Evan, Brian, Owen, Chad and Owen talk. And so I uh, actually got some good tips because there was a place about a block away from Cantillon that, uh, and I'm uh, drawing a blank on their name, but um, I should pull up our center yeah, a brewery about a block away that really makes more of kind of the uh, Brasserie de, de la Seine. No, not de la Seine. That's uh, that was a little bit farther out of town. Um, I'll pull, pull the picture while we're talking here, but they uh, they make a lot more of the just kind of American craft beer styles that are popular that you can see all over. They made IPA, porter, um, a sour, no lambic, no quads, um, maybe a barley wine. Uh, they had a couple different types of stouts, so they were really more traditional with what we would see here, as opposed to um, as opposed to what they do over there. Because you know, really, I would say from the vibe that we got, and just from hearing people talk and talking to some of the people at the breweries, um, the uh, the guys you talked to, Chad Noah, they had it spot on that uh, when you you know when you're in Belgium, they have the best saison on the planet. Saison de Pont. Some of the best Lambic on the planet with Cantillon and Drifontaine. The only Lambic on the planet. Well, only Lambic, true. Yes. But. <laughs> okay. But you put those together, you get amazing quads uh, as well. And everyone, I think, just kind of is content with that. And so, what's their uh, pastry sound scene or uh, zero milkshake Berliner Weiss? Seen over there, zero. Nobody's uh, making a milkshake lambic. Layer mitage. Double dry hop lambic. Layer mitage. Layer mitage. So uh, not putting actual the, food in their fermenters. The IPA I had at Layer mitage was fantastic. Now maybe my palate was just thrilled to not have another lambic. You can see that. But uh, yeah, it was great. But it's no just going about going IPA, to a re- going to a restaurant and having the choice of um, <coughs> being your own. On site for um, 
And those are food tours. $35, I think, on site to go. Um, a draft of fufu for $6 or something, or maybe 5 I actually looked at my receipt from Cantillon uh, a couple days ago as I was just doing my body budgeting. <laughs> Not... The, the bomber of bomber of fufu, fourteen US dollars. He's done worse at side project. To go bomber of fufu to go fourteen US dollars. Oh, I've done way worse at side project. <laughs> My God. Oh yeah, you do that at side project and like have like a pint of Cantillon, four bottles to go and one bottle on site, seventy three dollars. Wow. All right. Like crazy. All right. So one. One restaurant to be able to get Fufun and Vig um, just there to go for cheap and then go to the next restaurant for dinner that's known for food and they have Rose, Rose um, de Gambrinus or Gambrinus, if I ever pronounce that. Um, that's what that in a 375 bottle. Yes. So that part of it was just fantastic. Uh, yeah. So if you do go there for work or not work, you should. Try to spend a little Yeah, I mean, the restaurant scene, um, you know, the non beer scene really is, is pretty cool, and there's plenty of tourist things to do. I mean, honestly, it'd be cool to just go there in that area for a week because you're close to Amsterdam, you're close to Paris, you're close to Cologne, close to the mountains, like just to be kind of in the heart of, you know, kind of central West Europe is really cool. Well, I don't think mine Will yours? There's a possibility. There's plenty of foundries in Germany. All right. <laughs> I just need to find a, a, a conference for eye doctors over there. Um, so I'm not out there. Yeah, that's nice. And, and well, you went with um, uh, Tristan's brother, brother from Mitch. CXG. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, Who we podcasted with, I think, on our second episode. 10. Episode. I remember that. Oh, it was 10. I thought it was 2. Okay. Oh, don't All listen up. to that episode 2. <laughs> 2 was the worst. We mentioned this last when time. Did we, when did we get the sound upgrade? Oh, episode that, that one, that one, six. It is seven stone, and it will never be changed. <laughs> no, oh, the sound upgrade. I think we did get. There was a drastic change. Oh, oh first, first couple. Yeah, it was probably almost unlistenable. Episode two, <laughs> almost. I mean, not content. I'm, we we're good. You know, to go with our amateur hour that day, uh, remember we, we smoked a rock-hard cigar because I hadn't kept it in the humidor. <laughs> My Pappy Van Winkle cigars, I per- forgot to... Uh, they were they were a little stiff. They were rock-hard. Um, <laughs> we drank bourbon pretty fast, too. That that was a good... I'm sorry. Oh, it's that episode. episode the one, one where the bourbon was a little hot. Yeah. <laughs> you got... You got Mark, more than three ounce like, pours. You know, he's, yeah, I mean, like monster pours of bourbon. And we're just like, this is our first time, Mark. Be careful. But that was when we had the Jefferson 16. Yeah. Well, I think he brought a stag. Yeah, stag. That was the one that was so hot. Yeah. Like one, <laughs> Very hot. 135 proof or something. A good one. Um, In our defense, there's hot is a very good way to describe that. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was your guys' favorite one? I think the Bach. Yeah? Okay. I'm assuming the IPA is excluded, so I'm going to go with the Bach oh, as well. Oh, not excluded. Yeah. The IPA, obviously. Um, I like the health. I love health. Um, if I had a 12-pack of that, it probably wouldn't take me much to 
Which pattern has it, of course, in the sun? Well, let's call it a sun. Yeah. But a six pack of bees. Twelve's a bit aggressive. Six pack of bees. Yes. It was just drinkable at 4.4%. It's, it's only a 12 ounce can for all those top boy drinkers out yeah. there. And, and notice this is a sticker can. Yes. I love yeah, it. Sticker. So, um, once again. If you were smoking one of your pork shoulders or pork bellies, you would go through six easily. Easily. And you'd be wishing you had six more. Yeah, that, that's what I said. If I had a 12 pack, 80, it'd be 90 dangerous. Injury, summer day, yeah. And all I got to do is sit on the cap, I'd sit on the porch of the cash in the wintertime. It's not going to set This, although Sunday wasn't bad, um, this this would be this would be what I would do. So, yeah, live oak, uh, big shout out, thanks guys. Uh, hopefully, we can return the favor uh, if it's just giving you guys some honest and um, big time uh, praise on, on feedback here. That's uh, that's a, a special pack. It was fantastic for sure. Thank you. Anything else to wrap up, guys? This was great. This was fun. This is uh, we've had the Pilsner podcast, but having uh, four. We'll just call this the, the smoked uh, four or five. Just all different live oaks was fantastic. Yeah. So and and having it at slow hand because as much as we have eaten and stuff here, especially when we usually get it up here and then take it downstairs, yeah. either before or after a podcast downstairs with Four Brothers. Uh, it's been nice to, to be up here and have some of their uh, wonderful that burger if, you, if it's ever on. I don't think it's on all the time. Wednesday, day. Wednesday special, so this worked out perfect. Yeah. So come get it. On Wednesday, so yep. All right, guys. Uh, drive safe. Welcome to the uh, snowy winter once again here in Illinois. But, uh, cheers to Live Oak for making it feel like summer. Yeah. Thanks, Lohans. Thanks, Live Oak. Thanks. Oh, man.